Welcome inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, presented by One Bank. And of course, tonight we've got wrestling, we've got cheerleading, and of course, we can't ignore the action on the hardwoods. We'll have a little bit of that as well. Excited for tonight's show and all of its participants again. You are inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920. It's WLIV, and it's presented by One Bank. Head coach Jimmy Miller, Livingston Academy Boys Basketball. And now I want to I want to hone in here on uh kind of beach beach board and hammock, uh, a lot maybe more beach board. What have they done in practice, those two guys specifically, to earn more playing time? Because it seems like when you're going to that seventh man behind Rocco. Uh, it seems to be that beach board and hammock have kind of earned a chance to go out there and be that seventh man. They, uh, they work hard. They, they spend a lot of time on their own. Also, these kids play basketball year round. Um, and, and you can tell, you know, you, you see Parker beach board, you know, he, he's small and, but he's came along. If you've watched the JV game this year, it's hard to see a JV game that that kid hadn't had 20 points in or more, uh, multiple times. And he shoots the ball well, but they're right about now. They've been here and they've been with us long enough. Now they're starting to understand the game, and now they're getting to compete against these older guys every day. And so they're understanding at, at the at the pace that they need to be playing at, and and how every possession has to be super hard. And that's hard for an eighth grader coming in as a freshman to understand as quick as they have. And you know, Parker shoots the ball well. He's got a great knack for scoring. He's a sneaky little athlete, man. He moves well. He jumps well. Um, he, he's smart. He's becoming more coachable every day, and he's earning those those moments to get on that floor. We move one spot up the bench to your sixth man. What has Rocco Carwild done in your mind to turn a real corner over the last couple of weeks? Always had the talent, always kind of showed spurts, but these last several games has had you know higher double digit totals. Uh, has really caused some some issues for teams defensively, and then obviously uh, his rebounding has seemed to also take a massive step. I think what you're seeing Rocco do is what we've been seeing him do for a long time in practice, and and Rocco is putting it together, and he's always been, always had that kind of talent. And he's, he's, he's even more talented than what you're seeing and even more talented, I think, than what he realizes at the moment. Um, he, he's very gifted. He, he's got uh, good vision on the court. He pays a, what we're not getting to see as much because we're so guard-heavy. This team is so guard-heavy. Rocco, is a, he's a fantastic passer, and he doesn't get to display that much as as much because he's not handling the ball, but Rocco can play the one on our team. You know, he's, but and uh, unfortunately, you know, with our size, we're having to, to stick him down there on the post and he's got good footwork and he got good skill for that. He can, he, he's our only player on the team that can play one through five. And right now we've had to have Rocco, uh, you know, on the block, some playing that five spot for us. And he, it just took a little time for him to get more comfortable with that. And honestly, all Rocco's needed is floor time because his ability and his skill is there. It, it, he, he's, in my opinion, he, he has the his potential to become a really great player. Inside the wild cat den with girls basketball player J.C. Garrett. Uh, J.C., early on in the season, obviously, without Mally uh, in the lineup, you were getting a lot more playing time. You were out there able to learn and run the point. Now coming off the bench, what's been the biggest transition for you back into uh, that kind of uh, reserve role with Mally back in the lineup? 
It's pretty hard because it's different, but I love watching Mally Jean play because, you know, she's good. But um, it's just, it's a lot that's changed, but... Is there something you enjoy more about getting to come off the bench? And, and then obviously we know uh, how much you probably enjoyed getting to be out there from the jump. But is there some part of uh, coming in and getting to be the spark that you enjoy? Um, yeah, it's good. I always enjoy going out there and getting playing time because, you know, when Mally Jean came back, everything just changed. But it's been good. What is your role on this team now? For, for you, what do you try to do every time your number is called? Well, um, during practice, I just always try to make everybody better because that's what you're usually good for. <laughs> and, well, when I go in, I just go in and I always try my best. And, yeah. Now off the court, obviously over the last two weeks, we've seen some insane weather. Uh, it was absolutely crazy out there. What were you doing away from basketball? What did you get to do while we were out of school for uh, well over a week? Did you get to do anything fun? Yeah, we went sledding, and I just watched TV. What's your favorite TV show? What are we What are we watching while we're out of school? Um, Gilmore Girls. I've rewatched that several times. <laughs> okay, a bit of a throwback. I like it. I like it. How did you also, uh, you know, stay fresh? Obviously, you're trying to keep yourself in shape, keep your mind sharp, because you knew that once we got back, it was kind of going to be an uphill climb two, three games a week. Uh, and obviously, this district is extremely difficult. Yeah, well, there wasn't much you could do because it was snowing. <laughs> so I just kind of stayed in. But when we got back, it wasn't as bad as I imagined it would be. You guys have gone uh, kind of up and down here since you got back. White County was tough. Clark Range, a very good game. And then obviously Cumberland County and, and Upperman uh, just got away and didn't quite go your way. What do you guys have to do? What do you think this team is going to get better at as you get back from that crazy uh, kind of time off? Well, when we work as a team, we play really good together. So as long as we keep playing as a team, it'll all go together. J.C. Garrett, girls basketball here at Livingston Academy from inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Here with assistant coach sales, Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats inside the Wildcat Den. Uh, coach, a tough one last night. I mean, Upperman, just a difficult matchup for really anybody. Uh, what did you like out of the girls last night? But then obviously, what are some things that you noticed or picked up on that have to get better in the near future? Oh, I like the defensive intensity and effort. I thought that, you know, when you play that well defensively and hold a team basically under 40, that you've done a pretty good job. Unfortunately, the thing we got to do is be able to put the ball in the hole. Uh, shooting percentage, we got shots that we wanted. They just didn't fall. Some nights are like that. You just don't have to overreact. You just got to point that out. And I think some execution on some key moments or we had a maybe a quick shot or a turnover, um, that hurt us in the possession. Because really in this district, your top few teams are all of basically, it's probably going to be three to four possessions that's going to decide a game. Yeah, last night also, uh, you know, Ellie Butler fouls out. Uh, ultimately, Mally Coleman also fouls out. How do you guys, over the last couple of games, start to control the foul trouble? Because it's been something that's affected Mally Carwile as well, uh, among others. Uh, you just have to keep drilling it in practice about not using your hands, move your feet. And, and cut off the driving lanes. And it, it's a hard habit to break when you're used to 
you know, sliding your hands over and all of a sudden they're going to be calling that. Uh, but you got to be disciplined at it and, and try to curb that and get a better defensive position before they drive. On a positive note, uh, what did you love out of your senior point guard? Mally Coleman, down the stretch there, has no points in those first three quarters, really no points up until that final minute of the fourth quarter, and then comes up with two big shots to, to put you guys in a position to walk away with a victory. Well, Mally is a, is a true point guard. She's a, she's a baller. She's a competitor. And, um, you know, you love to see her step up in that moment, but then sometimes you're like, we, we need you to do that at the beginning. Get yourself involved. Don't be so unselfish. And, and I think that she's coming around to that again. Um, you know, obviously she's been off a little bit this season. So she's now starting to hit her stride, I think. so. And, and she's a consummate player that's going to be able to compete hard, and, and she'll do that for us. In, a, in the same vein, how do, we, how do you get Chloe Jenkins more involved? I mean, when, when you're capable of having, you know, three, four, five rebounds and six, eight points in a quarter, how do you start to spread that out and, and start to see that become, you know, 10 points and eight rebounds in a game, 12 and 10 sort of thing? Yeah, I think that sometimes uh, maybe we don't look for as often as we should have or maybe she doesn't um, assert herself sometimes. You know, being a younger player, it, it's hard sometimes. I mean – uh, but she's very capable of doing that, and, and it's just a growing process for her. And I, I think that she will accomplish that before the season's over with. As we turn the page, it doesn't get easier, right? This district, it never does. Uh, you know, DeKalb County Thursday and then Stone on Friday. How do you prepare for two games in two days against two familiar and, and obviously talented opponents? Well, it helps that we've already played Stone, so you have a little bit of game prep for that. Now, DeKalb, you know, we, we've not played them yet. Watched a little bit of film. They, they have um, phenomenal players on, on, on their side, too. Uh, the Van Rankin girls, and then they got the, the girl. They got some great shooters outside. So, I mean, you really got to, to hone in on the personnel, how to close out and how to defend. Assistant Coach Sells, Lady Wildcats, inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920. Time to take a look at the schedule ahead for the Wildcats and Lady Wildcats coming up over the next several days. Tomorrow night, of course, basketball will host DeKalb County in a makeup of a game missed due to weather. Tip-off at 6 p.m., coverage at 5.40. Friday night, basketball again at home. Back-to-back nights, they'll take on Stone Memorial Friday night for senior night as well at Durward Vaughn Memorial Gymnasium. 5.40 uh, coverage begins and 6 o'clock tip-off. Both games can be found on 101.9 AM 920 right here on WLIV. Saturday, it's wrestling heading to the Williamson Ag Expo. So go cheer on your Wildcats and Lady Wildcats in that one. And then Monday, a rare Monday night game, if uh, not for a makeup date, a regularly scheduled Monday night game on the hardwood. Basketball will head to Smithville to take on DeKalb for the second time in four days. And that one, of course, can also be found right here on WLIV with coverage starting at 540 and tip-off at 6 p.m. To look at your schedule ahead from inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920, WLIV presented by One Bank. Wrestler Landon Shaw now here inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920. Landon, 
wrestling might be one of the most physical sports that somebody can participate in. And we were out of school for better than a week, going on 10 days there because of the weather. How do you stay in shape? How do you stay sharp when you're not necessarily able to practice? You're certainly not having any meets. I think the only way, the only day we didn't have practice was the first day, which was last Monday. It, it, it's kind of hard to not have practice during wrestling season because it's it's a winter sport. It, it there you see kids in Iowa and Pennsylvania that it's snowing sit, or two to three months and they're in practice every day during the week. That is a fact, Landon, no doubt. Okay, so you guys still got some practice in, still kept yourselves in shape. Just had a meet recently. You were able to place first. What was that feeling like getting to walk away with that first place, and and uh, what went into it? What do you feel like you were doing really well that, that got you ultimately to that goal? Just finishing and just watching. I just come back from a hand injury, and it, it helped to get first. Made you feel a little more confident coming off the injury? Yes, sir. What was that rehab process like? I'm sure it wasn't extensive, but just getting back from a hand injury, obviously for anyone who's ever watched a wrestling match, your hand is a little important. You use it quite a lot. What was that like getting the confidence back in your hand and, and coming back from the injury? Just lots of practice. Had to, had to be easy for a couple of weeks, and it just took just strength coming back. Is it hard for you to go easy? You strike me as the kind of guy who doesn't like to go easy in anything for any reason. No, it is hard. I couldn't I couldn't practice, but I, they made me run the whole time. Do you like running, running Landon? I mean, it, it certainly comes with the territory. It, it helps with uh, wrestling a lot to keep us in shape. That's what I did the whole time, really. So now having come back from the injury, you place first in this most recent meet – where do you get better? Where does Landon Shaw continue to improve as the season uh, kind of heads down the back the back half here? In the re- we get better in the wrestling room, wrestling with the the best partner you could get for you in the wrestling room. Who's your favorite person to go up against in practice? Who's who's Landon Shaw's favorite partner? Caden uh, Watzel. Caden Watzel's a a beast of a wrestler. He's placed first and and second at two or three tournaments this year. So what I'm hearing is you don't shy away from competition. You want to wrestle the best all day, every day, so that you can get better. Yes, sir. If I don't wrestle the best, it's not possible to get better. Landon Shaw, wrestler extraordinaire and first place finisher at their most recent meet here inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Rocco Carwile now inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920. Rocco, uh, recently over these last couple of weeks, you've really kind of taken a step. You've come on really strong. Where did that sort of come from, that over the last couple of weeks, able to uh, up your rebounds, points, uh, just across the board really stepping up? Um, really just mentally, really kind of focusing more before the game, clearing my head, and just being like, mentally prepared to go out there and play. You're obviously uh, the sixth man. You're the man coming off the bench first, uh, you know, out of the gate. Is that something you kind of take pride in, being the guy to to jump off the bench and sort of spark this team when they need it a couple minutes into whatever quarter? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I take pride in really just if I went in there, period. But, I mean, I am thankful that I do get to come in there as sixth man and 
get a spark or get something going for the guys. You obviously also are kind of that guy that, that varies in terms of position, right? I mean, you come in, you could replace really any of the five starters. Is there a certain position uh, that you you prefer over, you know, a, another one? I don't want to necessarily say a guy you prefer to, to sub in for, but a position maybe that you, you enjoy over another. Um, well, I played the wing, like forward and all my life, really, and I've really been like more natural there and I feel like I could really, I don't know, that's just like where I'd probably prefer at, but, I mean, I play anywhere. Plays anywhere he is told. That's the attitude we like to hear, Rocco. Uh, you guys have had kind of an up-and-down uh, sort of uh, season, I'll call it, uh, since, especially since you came back from this weather. Uh, what do you guys have to do in your mind to, to find more consistency? You know, you put 100 points on Clark Range and – Certainly, what a night that was, but then obviously you, you have games like Upperman as well. Where do you guys sort to find balance and consistency? Uh, just staying focused, really. I mean, not getting too worked up over everything, just trying to stay focused during the games, and that's really it. Man. What was it like to see 100 go up on the board? I can't let you go without asking what that was like for you. It was pretty cool. I, I, I'm not going to lie, all of us on the bench was going crazy when Sawyer hit the free throw, and we was just all excited, really. Also, a part of that game, what is it like to watch Daniel Bilberry have a night where it – I mean, I feel like he could have thrown it up from the locker room, and it probably falls in that first half. Uh, pretty cozy. No, not, I ain't got to do nothing besides stem on half court after he seals it. So, I mean, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun to watch. It's pretty fun to be with. So, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Rocco, we also had all that weather. We, we've talked about that. Uh, what were you doing away from basketball just to kind of enjoy not being in school and, and obviously, you know, getting to getting to be out and have a good time? Uh, I was really just playing in the snow, sledding, riding, whatever I could do, really. I mean, stay inside if I had to, but I didn't really mind it. What were you doing to stay sharp? Obviously, you understood that when you got back, it was going to be kind of an uphill climb, three games a week, just like we have this week, had last week. Were you doing anything to, to sort of stay in shape and stay sharp? Um, I really just tried to like not do too much, not to tire myself out, not get hurt, really. I mean, cause I knew if I get hurt, it would be kind of a bad thing to do right then <laughs> while I was sledding. So I kind of just tried my best to not do as much. Yeah, I definitely think that would have been the uh, worst conversation to have with Coach Miller. <laughs> Rocco Carwile, boys basketball here at Livingston Academy from inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Inside the Wildcat Den on 101.9 AM 920 with cheerleader Brayley Farmer. Brayley, we had some insane weather over these last two weeks. Uh, what were you doing while uh, you guys were out of school there for over a week? What were you doing to to kind of just stay, you know, have a good time and, and try not to maybe just sit on the couch? Um, mostly I was hanging out with my friends whenever it was snowing. But without cheer, it was kind of boring because I didn't have anything to do. Um, and it was it was kind of rough, like without the team so I kind of just hung out with my other friends so sounds like you you love cheer and being around the girls and the squad this is something that you're not just doing you this is something you really really enjoy and are kind of sad that you missed out for you know 10 or so days there 
Yeah, cheer is really fun, just hanging out with the girls and um, just getting to enjoy a sport is great. What is your favorite sport besides cheer, obviously? What's the sport you love to cheer for or maybe you just love to go uh, and watch? Um, I really enjoy like football, just the environment. Um, cheering at football games is really fun too. So football cheer over basketball cheer is that what I'm hearing? It it just depends. Like um, football cheer, it's just mostly about like it's not as serious, and we get to cheer a lot like for the team. And then basketball, it's just right in front of you, and we, it just like, it depends with what the aspects of the game is. So what is the most fun about a night, say like last night, when the gym's packed, everybody's going wild, it's a massive rivalry, the student section is off their rocker, and you guys are right there on the floor cheering, you're almost in the action on the court. I will say it's pretty hard because as a cheerleader, you can't like scream at the refs or anything about calls. So it's mostly just cheering on your team and um, getting excited about whether we're going to win or not. Are you saying you find it difficult not to yell at, you know, not to be, you know, a little more fan than cheerleader in situations like that, Braley? Yeah, it does get hard, which I did not cheer my freshman year. So I did get to enjoy that side of, like, without cheering. But I do enjoy, like, being a cheerleader more than being in the student section. Braylee Farmer, cheerleader here inside L.A. on 101.9 AM 920. It's the Wildcat Den. That'll do it from inside the Wildcat Den. I'm Colin Castleberry. Thank you to each of our guests tonight, Rocco Carwile, J.C. Garrett, uh, of course, uh, Braley Farmer, and so many more, both coaches as well, and, of course, uh, the wrestler wrestling represented on the show. I'm losing my ability to speak English, apparently. Biggest thank you goes out to each and every one of you, as always, for listening. Couldn't do this without you. Couldn't do what I love without you, and I appreciate it so very much. This has been the Wildcat Den. I'm Colin Castleberry from 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. It's presented by One Bank.